Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? We back, we back. Cash, for the good people who, you know, first time stumbled across us, probably never heard us, even though we've been doing this for a couple of years. Uh, can you please tell them who we are and what we do? For sure, for sure, man. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. It's a podcast about music, sports, entertainment, culture. Each and every week, that's what you can expect, topics of that nature. We talk to independent artists. We talk about... Uh, sports for more of the things that interest us, not much, you know, so much the games in itself. We will cover those from time to time, but we cover the nuances of the sport and, and stuff like that. So we're all about culture, all about, you know, giving back to the community as far as just the rappers that we support and the artists. So we do that as well. So that's what you can expect if you if you tap in with us, you know. So if that's something that you enjoy, you want to give us a try, make sure you like, share, subscribe right now to the podcast if you're watching on on video, if you're listening on audio, make sure you just, you know, subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. Cash, before we get into this, well, what we're going to discuss this week, which is episode number... 186. 186. Uh, you know, I just got back from my my Vegas trips. Uh, up to this point, anytime I wouldn't seen the Raiders, they'd have won, and I seen them lose twice this year in person. <laughs> just horrible, man. <laughs> uh, overall, though, man, it was a good trip. Uh, my team didn't win, but hey, but I didn't lose in Vegas. I'm just gonna put it that way. We we came up, so like uh, that was at least a nice part of that. Hold on. Uh, I see that you had the interview with uh, Backwood, Sweetie, and uh, uh, and Furious, Furious Styles. Yeah, 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 man. So um, that was that was pretty good for y'all who didn't check that out. I advise you just. Go back to last week's episode. Check that out. That's part of the interviews that he uh, he mentioned. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. And we we got, I think, one more before the year's out. Uh, King James is coming on with his latest project. So that, that episode will be out real soon. As soon as you guys uh, get notified, we'll notify you. Just hit a, hit us up at on our um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, you know, at don't sleep underscore net. That's where you can find us. We'll post everything to give you reminders of what's dropping. If it's dropping a little bit late, cause you know, you know, we, we do everything for the pod. So sometimes, you know, life be life and you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all follow us on those, those social media platforms. That's what we utilize the most. Yeah, man. Uh, and speaking of like coming up to the end of the year, you know, we're going to have the end of the year wrap up the album that we bought to get in made us change up the way we think about uh, end of the year, where the artists did. Made you believe Nas heard us? We think about end of the year, the wrap-ups, because they was consistently dropping stuff late at the end of the year. And this time, he fell within the time frames. Like, <laughs> what's up? Like, I was expecting the December drop, you know? Uh, so Nas coming up, man. Uh, Nas, he, he's been on the tear uh, as of the late the past couple of years. He done drop sometime in the summer, then he'll drop a special one at the end of the year and just just flooding the streets, man, pretty much, man, trying to trying to keep up with the way uh the music is nowadays, you know, you gotta keep that, you gotta stay relevant on people's mind. And that may that used to be, you know, well I'm gonna put out every year. Nah, you gotta do once or twice a year, split it up a little bit, and that's what that's what uh he's trying to stay up with, I see. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh Hit Boy is another reason, the inspiration behind it, you know what I mean? Because there's no way we get two Nas albums, I mean, four Nas albums in two years without having that that inspiration um, and somebody challenging you as a producer and giving you fresh new ideas and you bouncing off each other. And that, that chemistry is, as we get into, you know, reviewing King's Disease 3 is, is seeming to be unmatched, man, to the point where I, I know we're going to get to the song where where he discusses Primo and Pete Rock, but I'll, I'll save that take for later till we get to that song. But it, it's getting to the point to where I don't know. Maybe I'm just cool with this being in the group. Like I don't necessarily yeah. need anything else, man. So 
Um, if you're here for the first time, we're going to cover King's Disease. This is the whole episode right here. So it's from time to time, a special album drops in the culture. We don't want to rush through and give you five minutes of it and then move on. We want to actually go, you know, track by track or just highlight some of the tracks that impacted us and, and give you our take on it. So that's what we're about to get into, man. So, so Perez, man, where do you want to start off? Well, let's let's rewind it back for people, man. This is the third one of the King Disease. Uh, if you don't notice something, I noticed this as I was writing it down, man. So just some little, little behind the scenes, like little facts, like you know, uh, King Disease one was thirteen tracks, thirty eight minutes, twenty four seconds. Uh, King Disease two was fifteen tracks, and it was fifty one minutes. And then King Disease three is gonna is seventeen tracks. So he's increasing it little by little each time. Uh, so. I don't know if you had caught that. It just seemed like he's adding two more tracks on the, like each time that he had did it. Like I said, as I was going back and just writing it down, that's when I was like, oh man, he's so if it doesn't continue to increase, if he keeps the series going, or is this where he's feeling comfortable at it basically making it into a, a album? You know what I mean? It was an album, but it was more condensed and focused. And now he's kind of lengthening it back out, but still giving you solid track after solid track on, on it. Yeah, I, I yeah. love it, man. I love it, especially, um, you know, considering this one has no features. You know what I mean? And it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like I needed somebody on it. Um, the 17 tracks came and went 51 minutes uh, precisely, you know, and I didn't I didn't care one minute because as soon as it ended, I was starting it all over again. So that just kind of goes to show you that our attention span isn't shit. It's when it's good shit, we want to hear it again and again. It doesn't matter how long the album is. So like this is defined define what we we thinking like all of these strategies and shit like that. No, you just gotta have really dope beats, really good production, um, and and a lyricist that that is a generational talent in Nas. You know what I mean? And you put that together, 51 minutes don't seem it seems short. <laughs> it seems short to me, you know what I mean? So uh, let's go ahead. Let's let's start off before we get into the tracks. Let's discuss what's else been going on around the album. The discussion that's been going on. Nas ain't relevant. I mean, this was a uh, artist. Twenty one came out and said that. Uh, well, well, how did you take this? And what was your opinion on it? Like when it said, uh, I think everybody kind of takes things the wrong way. Yeah. So as far as the twenty one savage uh, reference, we we rock with twenty one here. So I was kind of taken aback. But again, like with anything in social media, I got to hear it in context. I got to hear what was really meant behind it. So, of course, I'm like, 21 don't kind of seem, you know, if you if you follow him and, and um, see how he moves, he don't seem to be a hater like that at all. He just dropped a project with Drake the previous week that did very well. So there really was no reason um, to come at Nas like that. So I had to hear it in the context of the conversation. And in the context of the conversation, I get what he was saying. You know what I mean? People that are my my son's age, my daughter's age, they, you know, 19 and, and 16, respectively, they not really jacking Nas unless they got an OG that's really telling them that Nas is dope and putting them on to Nas. But that's not who they're going to. That's not their goats. And it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Um, they're going to listen to people more so their age. So when I listened to it in context, I wasn't even mad at it. But it just really goes to show you that you people out there that took it and ran with it and didn't really see the context and, and 21 had to come back out and clarify it or whatever. I was just like, man, y'all just, y'all better than that. Y'all know the media, social media better than that and y'all just still entertaining the nonsense and it just doesn't make sense to me, you know what I mean, without, you know, rushing to, to say something and, and use the fingers to talk about how 21 is this, that, and the third. Like, you may not like his music or whatever, but he's 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 relevant to what's going on right now in terms of what the kids are listening to right now, whether you like it or not, whether you like Lil Yachty, whether you like Lil Baby. These are the guys that my kids and, and cats that are, you know, what, 25 and under, so to speak, they're jack, I'd probably say 30 and under because 21 is 30. You know what I mean? So that's what people are listening to. And I get what he's saying. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, sometimes you can't even have those conversations on a clubhouse like that. You know, you just got to have them conversations behind the scenes because, you know, that's why people were so scared to say what they really mean and, and really feel because people will spin shit out of control. So uh, I, I took the time to do my due diligence and before I said anything because I actually fuck with 21's music. 
Well, unlike you, I didn't do no due diligence, but I <laughs> took it. But I think I got, I came to the same conclusion you did. Like, okay, 21 said that. Yeah, of course, Nas ain't relevant to him or what he's doing. I, I, I took it in the context like he was just saying, like, he's not relevant. That's like, that's not, that's not his competition. That's not who he's going up against. So when you bring up his name, Nas going to do what he do. Like, uh, I mean, he has his fans. He has his built-in fan base. Uh, he has his stature within the game. So when you mention Nas, like, what are you really saying? You know what I mean? Like, he's going to, it's going to get his spins, you know? But as relevant as, like, who he's going up with competition-wise or anything like that, then Nas ain't it. That's, that's kind of basically how I took it. Like, I'm not mad yeah, at yeah. it. I'm not, feel, not mad at the take. That. Yeah, I'm not mad at the take. Oh. Just like, you know, kind of when me and you first, uh, you know, met, uh, many, 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 many moons ago, you wasn't listening to as much up north artists because of how you was raised and how you came up and what music um, really resonated with you. I'm not mad that you're not as big of... Like, you became a Jay-Z fan over time, you know, yeah. because you moved away, saw, saw different things, went to different countries, been in different uh, neighborhoods around the state. So you you just learned to appreciate good music as opposed to being regionalized. That's the same thing here. You know what I mean? I, I think uh, a little bit different because 21 is actually in the game. You know what I mean? But culturally, is he relevant? Nas, absolutely. Um, but to what's happening right now, no, Nas drops whatever he, when he wants to, says what he wants, does what he wants, kind of like what we, you know, talk about all the time with like some of these legends. Like he's making albums just focused on doing what he does best, you know, with production adjusted a little bit in terms of what's sounding, you know, uh, reminiscent of the old times, but also up to date, you know what I mean? And, and that's what we would want with a lot of our, our legends that we we hope that we get. And we always don't get that. That's why I think this KD3 and um, just this four, yeah. these four, this four album run is so incredible. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you got people that's trying to chase to get back to their old self. And I don't feel like Nas is doing that. He's at the, at Social media. People going to take it out of, out of context, take it out of control, regardless. Uh, I was, you know, listening from afar about the whole little conversation, but I wasn't trying to entertain. Or I wasn't trying to argue with anybody saying like, oh, yeah, he right. He right about what? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I totally I, missed the point. I never had a time to argue online. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's, it's very seldom that you'll see me wasting more than one or two replies on, on somebody that clearly views something different than me. I don't know you. You don't know me. You don't know what I mean. Unless we we have a good rapport with each other, that's the only time I'll have a conversation about hip-hop outside in the public or on a, on a Twitter or Instagram or in the comments page. But other than that, man, I'd rather do what we do right now. Use our words, be able to get it out in long-form content, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? I don't even clarify when people be saying we crazy about our takes. Comment on that. Sometimes I leave them up unless it's too disrespectful to where, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, like, all right, man, you block. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to deal with you. I don't, I don't have to deal with people that agree with me, but be respectful. You know what I mean? And that that's the only thing, man, with the online thing. So, you know, I, I police myself on there, man. Um, but, uh, you know, off of that, man, I know Nas is getting a lot of praise. Hit Boy is getting a lot of praise. But before we get into the the project and the words that were said in the production, uh, wh- what do you feel about this, the production overall from King's Disease 1 to Magic up until now? Uh, so I felt like the vibe of, of these albums on King Disease 1, 2, and 3, like I said, uh, originally on King Disease, I felt like it was continuation from uh, that DJ Khaled song that we got some years back, the album's done. You know what I mean? It 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 got that more, uh, you know, summertime type vibe to it, a little bit up upbeat to it. And then uh, with Magic, it was a little bit pushed back. It was more focused on the lyrics, the stories that he was telling. And uh, he, we still get that in this, but it's still like like I said, it's a uh, it's when balance, it comes to King balance, Disease, okay. it's it's a little bit more bounce to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I just got to get one of these nerd things off. Uh, shout out to uh, Hip Hop Numbers. Uh, you know, I just want to shout him out. He's on Twitter and Instagram if you want to follow him. A lot of little nerd fun facts as far as hip hop goes and, and some opinions and, and takes that he has on there. But uh, 
But yeah, so, you know, this is a, a nerd fact that I, I'm sure you can appreciate and that I do as well. Nas raps 171 words on KD3. He's never rapped before on a studio album, you know, so he averages 500, four, you know, 500 to eight, 871 on this one from all of the King's diseases and stuff like that. So just continuously, you know, effortless flows, switching up flows, which we'll get into on this KD3 because I saw a lot of different flows. Uh, on yeah. here, you know what I mean, to to kind of match the beat switches. And then, um, you know, Nas is the first, is set to become the first 80s, 90s rapper to chart four new projects on Billboard tw- um, 200 this decade. You know what I mean? So those those aren't small feats, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty impressive, man. King's Disease also helped him push the, the studio albums past Jay-Z, right? Now, right? Because I think this is uh, number 15 for him and Jay-Z is hitting that 13 or 14. Around yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I'm not don't sure. Don't quote me on the numbers. You know how we say about numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stack, but, I, no, no. but I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around now. Yeah, yeah. We may fact check every now and then. I just pu- pulled that up because I thought it was kind of interesting with the um, with me listening to it and like, God damn, he's switching the flow up. Oh, the beat switch. And he doing this? And like, it's just like different pockets he's in to where I'm like, oh, nah, I and you know he could rap and he could do that, but yeah, he's doing a lot of different, um, catching a lot of different pockets, and it, it just seems flawless. You know what I mean? But thirty years in the game, like, and continuously evolving, like so. Uh, with that said, man, um, first track on the project, man, Ghetto Reporter. How, how do you feel about that joint? <laughs> when he's talking about like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't drop this often, so cherish it, man. Just right off jump, like, kind of getting my whole little feel of uh, how he's been these past couple years. And it's being like, man, I, so even on some older Nas stuff, like uh, uh, some of the things that, that he put out, you know, I, I wasn't feeling like the full album. What was the double disc that he put, Street Disciple? Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling everything that went on there. It's double disc, you know what I mean? So It's hard. That's I, hard. <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate like how he's been dropping uh, now with just consistent, you know, uh, material throughout you know he's he's more focused on the overall product it seems like on this which if you go back to his other albums godson uh illmatic uh stillmatic those type where he kind of narrows it down it, it's those are the better products that we get out of them so uh but yeah you know so cherish it you know he's he's dropping more consistently ain't no two three years in between uh so yeah right. and then uh <laughs> The, the little hook that he had up in there too, the audacity master disc. Yeah, yeah, like man, like this, this, this one, you know, really, really uh, opened up, kind of reset the tone, uh, you know, because like I said, magic kind of took it back a little bit, and this is okay. We're back in King Disease mode, so hey, let's let's get this up a little bit, you know. Yeah, and like get get over Porter being track number one, it was like I had such, I don't know what it is, man, but I think. This one with, uh, and maybe it's like the gap in the announcement. It was probably like a month out almost uh, when they announced that this was dropping. The other uh, King's Diseases had like maybe a little bit of a week to to leeway and or Magic just dropped out of nowhere. Like that was like a surprise Christmas gift to us, you know, last year. So, um, but with this one, I had time to anticipate it. Like, yo, this could be this, this could be that, like. You know, they've had almost a, a full year, um, you know, to do this and put this together. So uh, when he, you know, kind of talked about we should cherish it, I was like, man, I, you know, I was getting in my feelings like, man, like we don't get this this often to where somebody is rapping this well, this late in the game. Um, a lot of our legends uh, are doing well. And I think it's kind of resurgence of that. But like, I'm not sure if I could pinpoint anybody that's that's had a full album run this late. In their career, you know this. This is, uh, you know, for lack. I ain't gonna say no. Who, who, who? I ain't gonna say no album, but I will say this is like reminding me of like uh, Lil Wayne. You know, when he was going on his little tear. I mean, I, Lil Wayne was also featured everywhere and on the radio, like mm, us, okay. But you know, everything that he was dropping consistently, like every couple of months, was just you know good. And it was that nice little run. It seems like Nas doing that in studio form right now. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know that, you know, dope, dope beat. Of course, um, it, it was a great opener. Um, you know, it was a, it wasn't like an aggressive opener. It was just like a smooth ass opener to where I'm like, oh shit, well they coming with this kind of shit. Let's you know, let's lock in. You know, let me put on the headphones and, and zone out. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I did. But I, I like this one as a tone setter. But um, yeah, track number two. 
track number legit. two. Legit. Oh, 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 boy. Man, that sample was fucking amazing, man. That, that sample was a fucking amazing one. Once Eddie Kane broke into, into like, long ass, ah. Yeah, in the I, background. And then that beat switched, like, uh, by God, the Oh, my God. Like, fucking. Man, I, I can't remember the last. I uh, say the beat dropped. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I forgot what song I was liking it to. Um, you know, remember that shit with Primo? I'm so gangster, prissy girls don't wanna F with me. You know, doom 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 doom. Like it reminded me of something like that to where when the beat drop and it break and then um, you know, that instant head nah music, man. Like this that sample, that 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 beat flip, that change, that transition, fucking perfect, man. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That, you know, from then on, man, I knew this was going to be special. I knew this one yeah. was going to be special, man. Uh, then we went on to Thun. Uh, this is the one that's getting the most played because of, you know, the Hove line and everything. Everybody kind of dissecting the lyrics a little bit. But overall, you know, the way I, I get the lyrics and everything, but I'm saying like... Uh, Production wise, everything else, like eh, this, this one okay to me. You know, I, I, I like how he's talking about like what he's talking about in the lyrics, but uh, that's one of my favorites. Probably not on there. You know what I mean? Which I know, hey, flash me. Some people, oh, I'm only here for the lyrics. I ain't, I ain't like, but I just felt like uh, the production, you know, kind of took a took a step back or a step down a little bit. You know what I mean? That we left that little more upbeat. You know, more just uh. Well, where Nas constantly lives at in that little New York sound. That, uh, so, yeah. yeah, so I heard, I felt like it was something I'd heard before. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I guess yeah. That's what I mean. yeah, and it did sound, it did sound reminiscent to some, some early Nas stuff. So that's what I appreciated it uh, for. You know what I mean? I love the um, the sirens in the background. So a lot, a lot of the old sounds that you would hear um, in in. I figured you were like gonna 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 go ahead and go off with it because just like you know when he's talking about on the subway the New York still can hear the train like yeah if y'all from that y'all y'all kind of understand yeah, right right and it, and it resonates and re- resonates with me um, specifically for for that reason a lot of the references he was talking about a lot of the blocks he's talking about like you could just see it vividly and and as you know you know he paints a very vivid picture even if you're not from New York City. You you know a lot of the blocks and a lot of the projects in Queensbridge or just Queens in general, just from listening to, you know, Queens MC such as Nas, such as uh, you know, AZ, Cormega, Mob Deep, and all that, just because of the pictures that they painted over the, the course of the years. So, um, but yeah, man, I, I like this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I so. did like the little bit of honesty in the lyrics, though. You know what he said? Like, sit here, listen to Takeover, want to call Hove and tell him, man, this shit ain't over. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that shit, man. I love, I love like, that playful jab and shit like that. I, I could imagine the conversations that have happened uh, as a result of that line. You know what I mean? I, I like the playful yeah. jab and, you know what I mean, and being cognizant of how people really view the beef. And, you know, they'll always be linked together and throwing that line in there. It's definitely one way to get people chatting about a song and about an album. I like it. Tips my hat to Nas. Oh, I see, I see it. You know, you know what I mean? Does Jay come back in the verse five years from now and mention this? Probably. Probably not. I don't even because just because it was it was a a playful jab. I don't think it was a diss. So I I I, I doubt he'd ever come back, man. But yeah, so done number three. Controversial sales. Sure, sure. Uh Michael and Quincy, man, uh one of my personal crown jewels of the, of the project, man. So I'll let you go off, King. Go ahead. You got it. Man, just the the, the wordplay, the lyrics in this, like how he uh, intertwined everything, uh, you know, telling the story at the same time, speaking on the careers of Quincy and, and Michael, uh, Michael Jackson up in there. Uh, just, I, I thought that was like masterclass and like lyricism right there, you know? Did he say on this one, on, on this one, did he say like America? So this is the one where he was going in, where he was like talking about uh, the thriller, where he intertwined mm-hmm. like the, the songs they had and, and and everything and how Quincy got his star with Ray Charles and, you know, sneaking him in the club and those type of things and kind of linking them up, you know? Yeah, yeah, this is by, by far Michael. one of the best ones. Then he, you know, even touched on the Pepsi thing. He touched on like, you know, the color changing 
You yeah, know, that whole second <laughs> verse, that whole second verse was kind of like more catered to Michael um, and, and just every, like just how he was intertwined and everything and everything lined up if you follow Mike's career. Like it was, it was beautiful lyrical execution to me, like in terms of just sticking to to that to that um narrative. to that narrative that angle that he was going at and then I think on this one did he say something like about America's a baby teething shitting on himself or something like that yeah so like it's just like littered with just dope bars dope narratives you know what I mean in terms of the verses he was going in and it was just super strong super strong subject matter on this one so really really rock with Michael and Quincy man so up next man thirty we get a little bit of bounce. <laughs> We get a little bit of bounce yeah. and, 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 and Nas, man. I, you know, he got that little giddy up in him still, man, to, to make something like this, man. How you feel about 30? Man, just uh, the way he encompassed, like, I, I think what you were saying at the beginning of this, uh, how he done been in those couple, several decades, you know, and this is like him saying, like, hey, you're going to have 30 years of being in the industry now and, and it's still kind of having these albums that's on top and, not kind of relegated to a to a to a back corner. So I mean that's something to be praised on. Uh, uh this is practice. This is magic. History havoc. It's the classic. Like so <laughs> rocks with that rocks with it, man. Like like I said, man, this this shit had a lot of bounce on it, man. And I like Nas on these tracks. Like this is like a follow-up to the 27 summers for me, you know, you know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. now he's at 30 summers. Um, early in the King Disease uh, discography, and I like that 27. I like hearing Nas on this type of production, you know what I mean, where it's up-tempo, where it got some bounce, and um, he's more palatable to the ears like that because I know that some sometimes when you go from a Michael and Quincy, you know what I mean, that's a little bit more deeper, right? You know what I mean? Like, you got to listen. It's more introspective. Um, he's saying a lot of shit, but on this one, he's still saying shit, but it's in a fun way, you know what I mean? It perks your ear up. And at this point in the album, it's still young, you know, fifth song in, but you you need that little joke, you know what I mean, to keep you going and to have have one. This is one of my favorite ones just for that reason of the the beat switch. And uh, I'm not still not used to Nas sounding like this, like 30, 27 summers. Um, you mentioned the the Khaled joint um earlier that a couple years ago on one of the Khaled albums. Like Cobble's time. I love I love Nas on just that type of shit to hate me now. Like, them things sound boisterous. I love I love Nas on this type of stuff. So, um, but I, I know earlier I was talking about the Primo line and the Pete Rock line. Um, you know, i like you to address it, you know what I mean? And, and, and we could kind of tap into this question. Like, do we really care to hear Nas do this type of album with anybody else, you know what I mean, at, at this point? Like, or is that needed? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yes, I want it, but at the same time, if it's gonna be, if it's not gonna be to this level, no. I want it just because out of nostalgia more than anything. You know what I mean? It's not something that I'm, I'm kind of, kind of feeling for because like everything that he's putting out is solid music. It's great music. You know what I mean? It's it's going up in the competition for my album of the year. You know, every single time. And it's just like, so if he's keep pushing this out. I mean, he knows what's going on behind the scenes and everything. I ain't purview to all that that nonsense that's going on. So uh, if they holding it up, if he holding it up because, like, uh, he liking the direction that his careers continue to go in, so be it, you know? Like, uh, but, yeah, until he hits a dud, I ain't complaining. I, f- I feel you, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm the same, man. Like, keep running the numbers up, man. Like, this... You got to imagine, whatever they do next, whether it's, this is the end of a trilogy and they, they name it something else or Magic 2 or whatever, you know, if Magic starts its own trilogy, you know what I mean? Like, they can keep going with this. Like, they they, they almost got to become a group. You know what I'm saying at, at this point? Because I, I like, I love Pete Rock. Um, I love, you know, Primo and what they bring to the table. Legends, absolute legends. But, um... I was looking to see, you know, what Pete Rock has done recently, and I and I saw some some people he's done one offs with over the course of the years. Um, nothing that has received this amount of fanfare uh, with a legend similar to himself, and or Primo. Like they've they've done Primo's done recent st- stuff with Royce the Five Nine, to where you like, okay, Primo, you know, has done some stuff recently to where you like, okay, this shit is dope too. He's current, 
You know, he's he's yeah. building his catalog as well, and he's keeping current with the sound. So I don't think the shit would sound old and dusty or anything like this, but, you know, kind of harkening back to what I was saying with Hit Boy, like, I didn't know I wanted Hit Boy in Nas. I, I didn't ask for it. It kind of surprised me the first time they connected. And ever since then, it's been good. And, and I like that, man. Like, stuff that's not forced and not, not playing. You know what I mean? And now it's become a good thing. So I'm cool with he don't do anything with Pete Rock and or Primo or anybody else solo. Like, keep keep the gravy train rolling. Like, we, we, we be always wanting these fantasy, these scenarios. But as we see in sports and, and shit like that, you put a dream team together. You put a whole offense together. You get a Devontae. Adams and shit like that, and um, you expect greatness on like in like with the Raiders, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it don't happen. I get what you're saying, but it's a fuck you at the same time. <laughs> hey, I ain't bringing up the Commanders, up there, uh, you know, spoiling y'all whole uh, Thanksgiving. We we needed that loss. We needed that. We needed that loss in order to you know right the ship and realize that we could. It, 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 you want me to give you the press conference? No, no, no. You want me to give you the press let's conference? Get back, let's, get, let's get back on topic. Let's get back all right, on topic. All right, you all do right, your man. jab, baby. You do my jab. I knew it. I, I knew it. I, hey, so there was all freestyle off the top of the dome, baby. Off the top of the dome, man. All right, uh, next join up, track number six, Hood to Hood. Yeah, money attract money. Uh, yeah, man, like, uh, it's continuing on on this one, man. But, like, this wasn't, it was a good one. You know what I mean? But it wasn't nothing to distract me from the album. It wasn't something that I just, like, uh, I love. Once again, he's, it's more for, I would say, you. I, I know how he, how he went out, and he was bringing in Detroit, uh, and like, and going around with it. But, yeah, didn't, didn't really. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same with it. I'm, I'm cool on Hood to Hood. I'm not mad at it. It doesn't get skipped at all. Not, nothing gets skipped on this project, by the way. Nothing gets skipped. Nah. It's just not one of my more favorite tracks on the album. I, I like it, though. I like it. But yeah. I'm with you on that. So uh, next up, Now, when it comes to Recession Proof, so I think oh, it was a nice okay. palate cleanser, though, like, because then when the Recession Proof come in and had that bass line going in and it's just like, just saying, like, uh, it, uh, he gets back to the, the content that I resonate with, you know what I mean? Just like, ain't, ain't nobody kind of Recession Proof, like, so you're going to have some downs and some ups, you know? So there you go. Yeah, sa- that, same. Like I said, that bass line. Sick, <laughs> sick, and that—that's what a lot of like. That's what saves a lot of these songs. You know what I mean? And, and remind me when we get to WTF SMH because I have a point in that. But a lot of these songs, to where even if, even if the first half of the subject matter, or even if the subject matter is a little heavy, you know what I mean? And it may not be what I want at that point in the album. As I'm just going through it, I'm just taking through my brain. I'm like. But the production, like you have to stick around for the whole song because if if it didn't catch you on the first half, first a minute and a half, like it may catch you on the latter half. So you gotta you gotta stick around or just those subtle little things like you said, the baseline and and those type of changes in there, like that really, really, really can keep your attention and, and change your mood on on a song. So recession proof, uh, great great content, um, but production lifted it, you know, and I think that. Back to your, uh, what song were we talking about? Fun? You know, where you was like, that production was ass. But for me, the lyrics lifted it. You know what I mean? So even these guys are balancing out very well. It's either the production that's, won't say carrying it. It's either one person helps out the other or they just kill it. You know what I mean? There's no, yeah. you know what I mean? No no shit on here. So, but yeah, recession proof. I rock with it, man. All right. So, one of my another one Reminisce. of my top joints. Track number eight, Reminisce. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll let you go before I say anything. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I love the Mary J flip on there, man. Um, soup, super fucking smooth, man. Purposely hopped on the beat like it's 9-3. Nas is talking fly throughout this entire joint, man. Um, this is uh something that I personally would would love to rap on. I would love to listen to without words on it you know, in terms of an instrumental. So, like, just so many lines on here, man, and just kind of taking me back to, like, you know, I'm, I'm 40, almost 40. You're 40, Prez, my bad. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so, but... uh, <laughs> with, Jams, man. <laughs> it's coming, man. I'm a, 
And I'm trying, I'm trying not to admit it. But um, but yeah, but like it just it does take me back to like, you know, recognizing your mortality and just everything that you kind of been through, but not reminiscing so much that you're not like focusing on the future. So Nas touched on a lot of those things. Uh, he's making music for us, man. Like at this point, you know. Man, what I he mean? he does this a lot though. On I've been noticing that he's been doing this a lot ever since like hip hop is dead, you know. Where he's just he has one reminiscent song, like where he's going back either through yeah. all the artists or do you remember this little time? Yeah, 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 he yeah. has one of these on every single album. So cheat code, I, <laughs> <laughs> cheat code, man. Just go reminisce and make that. people think about some shit. You know, yeah, he's he's been having them though. Like this is, I don't know if he cognitive of that and just trying to keep it going now at this point. But, but yeah, he has like one reminiscent song. Area that one, I can remember since him. One one of my favorite songs off the album, hand, hands down. Not, not saying that it's bad, but uh, no, no, I no, no, no. Yeah, it's just funny. Like you, you do pick up on that stuff. And, and there's a line later on. I, I got it written down on one of the songs where he says something where I'm like, it sounds dated as hell. But I'm like, eh, it's nice. I'm okay. It. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. You could tell that he he thinks back on his life a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, he reflects. He's a reflector. He he reflects. He reflects. He's a reflector. For sure. Make the right move. (laughs) Yeah, rewind. Um, you know, false songs. Uh, Yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, moving on to track number nine, serious interlude. (sighs) Serious interlude. Serious. Uh, And we all go through. We all go Go through it, baby. We all go through. I, I like the way he was talking too about you know you know like yeah he's doing this he care about the girl but at the same time that's that's his problem mine. <laughs> hey Fred, I, I like the story. This this line resonated with me just because of our time in Germany. I gotta say it by myself solo. I was switching them out, ignorant amounts. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> If you know, you know, man. Like that, that, that was a yeah, yeah, man. Like it made me think back to a lot, a lot of times, and you know, my my former life. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just being young, young, dumb, and full of you know, yeah, man. Uh, it is one of my favorites, man. One of my favorites. Yeah, I, I, I like serious in the mood, man. Same, same. Yeah, it, it still it stays on the top. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely doesn't make me think about the they past. They love Nas with a, with a. Tight fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, was this one where he was still talking about his uh his hairline being crispy at damn mm-hmm. fifty? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Let's take that back. I don't like this song, man. Since he bragging about his hairline. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, that video that you sent on uh, social media this week, man. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can save it. You can save it. <laughs> Oh man, I hate you, motherfuckers with hairlines still flourishing <laughs> in forties, fifties, and shit like that. Man, I hate y'all, motherfuckers with a passion. Man. Uh, um, up next, man. Um, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Another, yeah. another dope sample. Another dope flip, man. How you feel about that joint? Uh, this one was good as well, man. But it's still like a not not one of my favorites again on here like so I was just like this one that goes flows through so I think this is like the last one on on out of the ones I was just like yeah it's good you know I listened to it but uh I think I was getting kind of drowned out with the with the repeating in the background a little bit that's oh, I'm on that yeah I was I was cool with it um I was just I was just excited for the sample and just kind of how it gave Nas room to breathe and and say what he wanted to say on air wasn't doing too much. Uh, yeah, the sample was a little repetitive, um, but nevertheless, I, I enjoyed the sample, so I didn't mind. You know, when when I enjoy the sample, I don't mind the repetitiveness of the sample. So I was cool on that. And then, um, you know, the only you know the sam- it was so good for me. I, I had to ignore this one line. You know, I had to excuse the NBA Jam. I'm on I'm on fire NBA Jam. I had nah. Come on, you too good for this. You you too good for this to be using that line, but I'll excuse it. But that's I, no, no, I, I no, love no. This song. I thought that's where the samples like they had a couple samples on that. You know, the I'm on fire. They had the NBA Jam joint on there. Um, you know what I mean. But then he said the rap line, "I'm on fire," like NBA Jam, and I said, "Oh no, I I, I rocks with this song, man. I just didn't rock with that line." But that's me being petty and just laughing at you know the goats. They always 
do some they, extra they, they shit. They good for one. They good for one, man. Um, track number eleven, WTF SMH, man. Um, hey, man. Now, let's talk now about we it. come back around. Now we come back around, and this one right here, you know, just yeah, bring the bounce back, man. Everything with it. So, I think you said you had some. You got a story to tell about this? One? What? Yeah. So I wasn't feeling the first half. I was just like, I didn't like the hook, WT, whatever we, the kind of the mini hook he had in there, WTF, SMH. I was like, ah, right, come on, man. They sound like, you know, old motherfucker just, you know, using, yeah, using the acronyms. And I was like, man. But what he was saying was dope on, in there, in the lines. But I was just like, ah, right, well, I'm not really feeling this. And it wasn't until maybe two days ago where I like fully just let the whole song rock. I get to a minute 30 in this bitch. I'm like, like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck was I... Do? This is why you gotta, like, listen, you can't skim through shit. Like, I took my headphones off, and I'm like, bruh, this shit is tough. Like, the second half of that song, and then I'm I'm like, oh, shit. Like, now this instantly shoots back up to one of the songs that's in rotation in a 17-track album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it instantly shot back up to me. Like, just what he was saying, the beat switch, the... Man, it... it, it it did the, the wonders for just changing my whole thought process on on that song in general. Uh, next up, once a man, twice a child. Uh, kind of understand it. I mean, you know, I don't know how the younger generation gonna feel on this, but I mean, as, as we get older, you know, these things that we kind of. You know, you kind of ex- the experiences that he goes through, you you can kind of see that little path, and you know, uh, uh, yeah, kind of picture yourself in that those shoes and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, how you used to think, uh, you know, just some of the the conversations you would have with your elders, and um, if you're fortunate enough to still have your elders around, and certain things like they would say, like you're gonna be me sitting on this porch doing yeah. this in a couple of years. Like, so you just, you know, you, you just wait until your turn. You just learn to enjoy, enjoy the family, enjoy being around family. You know what I mean? And, you know, when, when big, big mama complains about you not coming, oh, I ain't seen you in a little while. That's low key shade. They say, your ass need to come home a little bit more often. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She's just being nice about it. You know what I mean? But just like stuff like that, uh, you know, was, was dope. And then one of the la- last lines he said on there, is um you know today is the youngest you'll ever be. I don't even know if that was like really a rap lyric in there. Maybe maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I think he just said something he said. Um, to, just the just an outro part of the song, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I I resonate with that. You know what I mean? Just that that mindset. You know what I mean? Just kind of living in the moment. So definitely a, a little bit of a lull in the album, but um, definitely definitely like one of those quintessential. Nas records to where it makes you you think about your own mortality and shit like that. So, as we said, reflection Nas peaks again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. all right, man, get light. Track number thirteen. So, yeah, track number thirteen. The rest of the album kind of just like floats out to me uh, with a nice little pickup on the next one. I, I get into that one, but then right now it's just like it, you didn't gave me. This is the album that I'm used to right now, right? You could be technically ending this right now if you wanted to. Uh, I felt like the whole album is, this could be kind of complete. But uh, yeah, uh, Get Light Man is another one of those that's just not, eh. Absolutely disagree. For me, this felt like, you know, like late night riding down in the, in the city, you know what I mean? Uh, whether it's New York City or any city, you know what I mean? Got a nice lady by your side. Nice little bop, nice little two step. It had a jazzy feel for me, um, so I was I was rocking with it. That's like my version of, of of party music. Not necessarily, you know, what we listen to today that has eight oh eight bass and you know that type of shit. But like this is kind of like New York party music, so to, so to speak. You know what I mean? To where this is up tempo, um, so you know, and it had that old school feel. All oh, the ladies rocking my. Yeah, you know, like super, you know, little stuff like that that made me kind of think like, all right, man, I, I really fucks with this, but I, I can vibe out to it. I can ride out to it. It does perk me up at a point in the album where, like you said, Prez, we, what, shit, 13 tracks in, you very well ended it off. <laughs> you know what I mean? But to me, you still 
giving us a little bit of a different vibe on there. And, and I and I rock with this, man, just for the, the fact of the, the up-tempo-ness of it. And it does feel like late night on whatever city you in, just riding around, you know, making making your moves, making your plays. So I, I appreciate it. Number 14, first time, man. Uh, how did it... Now, this is where I, it picks back up a little bit again, you know what I mean? And I think this is the, one of the ones that... Uh, it'd be the last one if I was creating, like, a little mini playlist off these things. If I was condensing it down in, this would be, like, one of the last ones that uh, I threw up in there. Uh, rest of them after this, just... They're okay, I'll go with them. But, like, this one right here was, like, a proper way to kind of end it off for me, so... Yeah, and, and then there with Nas being such, you know, the OG and the legend he is, just showing love to the Kendrick Lamars, just kind of taking himself from removing himself being a legend and being an OG and then kind of being a fan again with, with everything he was talking about as far as just the NWA, the first time he heard them. You know, I can only imagine, you know, I was, I was a little bit young. I'm a lot younger than Nas, you know, almost a decade younger. But my thing is, like, fam, like, I know when the first time I listened to certain artists that have been groundbreaking, you know, in, in the genre t- to what I felt as as a youngin, you know what I mean? So it was good that he was able to put himself back in those shoes. Again, like you said, Prezi, using a little bit of the reminisce cheat code. Um, but it, it's cool. And then also just kind of realizing that every time out that he has an ability to to gain a new fan in the younger generation. And he's excited about that too, not just the fans that he have uh, has already. You know what I mean? So very, very well um, put together song. And again, you know, I, I do love the sample. he was talking about, like he can fit in with the different generations. No, that was 30, right? Where he talked about that. Where he can, uh, you know, with the 40 and then the 20 year olds, even the 16 year old kind of play his music. That's kind of where he wanted to. Uh, not that, was it in this one? No, I think it was first time. Yeah, first was, time. Was, yeah, first time. Because he did talk about the different generations listening to his music. And he's hopeful that he gains, you know, new fans as opposed to just... And he, he got love for people that have been rocking with him, but he's still doing it for to gain a new ear, you know what I mean, each and every time out. So it was just very humbling. Like, he went from, you know, artist to fan in the span of, you know, the whole entire song. So I thought that was like a dope, um, you know, humbling thing to do. And, and giving credit to the generation that's now that's doing it, like the Kendrick Lamars and, you know... And, of course, he couldn't fit yeah. in everybody, but I think that was a dope, you know, nod to just kind of give his Did he say 21? <laughs> Hell no, he didn't. That's probably why he upset, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, he did give, like, a little quick little story on the first time he heard Kendrick. And um, so that, I think that's dope to where that's, that's how you're supposed to do it, man. OG's handing it down to the guys that are currently in it right now. Um yeah, that that was dope, man. If I'm if I'm Kendrick, that that mean more than you know Grammys. It means more than like a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Because at the very root of this shit, I could imagine like a lot of these guys just do it for the props from those that came before them that has set the tone in terms of just this this rap shit, man. So, but yeah, that's uh, first you mean time. like uh, the way Kendrick did Kodak? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh man, I got nothing. Yeah, Kodak just dope. Yeah, Kodak just dope. Yeah, I got that, man. Hey, you, you, why you be doing this? Like you be making me seem like I don't like Kodak, man. I like Kodak, man. I like that. I like Yak. You know what I mean? He had to go off on Twenty One as a result of him coming at lines. And you see that? Uh, oh no, man, I, didn't I gotta say, I gotta see the video. He was going off. He was, he was going off on Twenty One. Oh, whatever. Good. Yeah, yeah. Long. I don't want to uh, interrupt the pod, though, for that, man. I'm, I'm a, We talk offline on that. That shit was hilarious, man. He was taking up for Nas. He's like, I, you know, you talk about Nas. I know I can. <laughs> That's the song he chose. <laughs> Why the hell? Why the hell? <laughs> it made I'm, you look. I'm like nothing. Like, he went to, I know I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's what he did. That's what he went to, man. So, but I got to understand, you know, Kodak is the age he's at, man. So I can was probably one of them songs that, regardless of how cheesy it is, man, 
that resonated with him. It resonated time. with him. <laughs> he, like, knew, he knew he could be what he wanted like he to be. <laughs> yeah. If he worked hard at it, he'd be where he want to be. Anyway, um, <laughs> next song called Beef, bro. Track 15. Uh, yeah, so uh, on Beef, you know what I mean? Just how you kind of breaking it down, just uh, the, the discussion of Beef. You know what I mean? I, 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 Nas. Mm-hmm. Got yourself a gun. I gave you power. Yeah. All that. Yeah, like, just classic. Just breaking all that down, and you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's cool. But like I said, we at the tail end of the album. Um, you know, quality in the tail end. You know what I mean? But I, I like when the OGs are talking like this, especially from mm-hmm. somebody as quiet as Nas. Like you, you know what beefs he he's been in. Uh, some real, some not. Some rap shit. Uh, some actual some, shit. Some with his ex wife. You know, right. Uh, you know what I mean? So, but he's been in a lot of those different things and it's it's cool to hear him kind of talk about it on a scale of like, yo, <laughs> this shit really ain't really worth it and it's taking us for no fucking reason at all. You know what I mean? Look at, look at what just, I mean, it wasn't even a beef with Takeoff, but, you know, but just other people, you know what I mean? Um, it, it It's just nonsense. We, we losing a lot of lot of rappers at, at a huge rate. So I, I like that he took so, the time to say that at I- least. And I, I don't think we said this. Like, so on these last little parts, this is the part where he's becoming a little bit more, I don't want to say preacher, but, you know, just like, you know, imparting his his knowledge, you know, on the things that, hey, we kind of need to step away from, things we need to do a little bit different uh, as as somebody older and wiser should, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so this and don't shoot, you know, using the events, putting in his music and not just... He's not just putting out music to put out music. It's going to have some type of message in it and, and things of that nature, you know. Uh, put more good back out, out there than he's uh, trying to take away just by telling the ghetto stories and everything, right? Right, right. And and that's why I'm not mad. So we probably don't got to go through the last three, um, last two, don't shoot till my last breath um, in the ex- extensive manner. But uh, kind of to sum up the last three, that's kind of where I'm at with it is like after making... After this entire album, how fucking solid it was, uh, I'm not sure if it's. I'm not sure if I'm gonna have two Nas projects in my album of the years. As y'all know, we do. Um, you know, November 30th is our cutoff. You know what I mean? And then the new year starts in December, um, just because we feel like if it comes out in you know December, we don't have enough time to really give it that. But to just lend. These last three songs, last, you know, shit really theoretically four to five songs, um, you know, in today's climate to just really be talking about the things that he's talking about, that 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 gotta be, you know, something to to rock with. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta feel that, man. And these are not fucking bad songs at all. It's just like at this point in the album, I probably don't wanna hear that shit. You know what I mean? But over the course of having it on shuffle and shit like that, as I come back to it, these are these are songs that's gonna grow on me. No doubt, you know what I mean. Just like WTF, uh, SMH. Huh? After I've uh, listened to your album, after I've listened to them okay. in the way hey, the artist intended. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. The artist, you know, originally wanted me to intend to listen to it, which was you know from track one to whatever it is. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't you. I, you know, I don't, you, you be trying to. I don't know what you be going for, but, <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I, I rock with the rest of the project. Uh, not as high with some of the songs, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like I said, Get Light first time. And then after that, Beef was just kind of like, after hearing, at this point, I'm judging Nas against previous Nas songs in this vein. Like, I Gave You Power, like, Got Yourself a Gun, um, like, mm-hmm. Rewind, songs like that, like, that are fucking absolute classics. You, They were classic when you first heard it, you know what I mean? This one being so far down, you know, it's kind of like you said rewind. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the one where he's telling the story backwards. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's drinking and sipping it. Right, right. And girl, come up there, set him up. Okay. So okay. you know, so shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's why I appreciate beef for what it is because he at least still tapping into that storytelling um, flow that he does. Probably as he's the bar. You know, when we talk about storytelling, you know what I mean. So, but overall, man, um, how do you feel about this project? Where will it rank in your albums of the year, Press? Where will it rank? Wait to hear that. You're gonna have to wait to see that. Uh, I'm, 
I, I don't want to go on instant classic. I don't want to say where it's going to do all this, man. Uh, let me let me go back and analyze, and uh, when we actually go through this in a, in a month, uh, we, we'll kind of see where it kind of lies. But uh, I think 2022, man, has been a hell of a year for music. I mean, we got uh, Drake with the other side of the family, and then Drake back on this side of the family all in one year, man. Like, it's, it's just been overall just been pretty good, man. Same, same. Um, I might have to really, really go back and listen to these because I, I, I really, I really love Magic. Magic was been my mid year, you know, top ten, and firmly in my mid year top ten. Like now, I liked a lot of indies this year too, man. Like, and, yeah, and, and, and I, yeah, and since crazy. they don't get as much play, it's like every time I go into it and when I hear it, it's like hearing it for the first time again. So, and. Yeah, it's 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 been some solid, solid indies up in there. So don't be shocked if you if you hear quite a few of the indie artists, you know what I mean? That's not it's what you resonated with. All the fanfare. That's kind of what I kind of listen to. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It's what you resonated with, and you know what I mean? And, and Domo. Like, Domo was was good. Domo Genesis. Yeah, he's dope. They like that. He's dope. He's dope. And I, I like still haven't album. gotten to that. Like it's so much yeah. that I haven't gotten to. So I like I at but this is for the first time since we've been doing a podcast that I'm looking forward to an end of year review because we it's just so much music that's coming out that me and you don't even have a chance to talk about it like off the pod like it's just like it's just too much good shit and life be life and you know what I mean so we don't have the time to really just come together and, and chop it up about uh, a random Damo Genesis <laughs> you know what I mean not to say that it's bad you know what I mean or just other shit that I'm listening to like every time we be in the group chat we drop some music and I'm like, oh shit, I ain't know this drop. Or you know what I mean? Like, because it's just too much, you know what I mean? So I just find myself going back to shit that I like. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, I go ahead and tell them I'm back on title because Apple been fucking me over and like made me miss a couple of my album, my, my artists that I follow that drops. Oh, okay. So, so you back supporting That's black. how I flipped. I flipped. I, flipped. I was like, man. They're not putting me on. I'm it's old. It's not my fault. It's I'm not, I'm old. I'm not on social media. <laughs> I need the algorithms. The algorithm. God damn it. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> but yo, y'all, man, if y'all this far in the podcast and you haven't liked, share, and subscribe, you know, find the nearest bridge and jump off, man, because it's dope, it's dope content, man. It's dope content. Um, You know, but in all honesty, y'all like, share, subscribe. Rock with us, man. This is kind of stuff that we do each and every week. Um, you know, we we gonna do classics. We gonna cover more of that stuff uh, as we get into the new year. But you know, after next week, uh, we have. I think this is the last two episodes with fresh new material. Then we'll do our reviews. You guys will have that for you know to talk about shit, talk in the comments, all you, all you want. We do this for you guys and just to kind of go back and to listen to all the music that we we've, we've loved all throughout the year. So that'll kind of be the rest of our year. We have a King James interview, and then the rest is just reviews from stuff, indie artists, R&B. What else did we do? In the, we did top 10 overall indie R&B, and did we do anything else, I think, last year? Like mid-year? I don't know. But y'all look forward. Well, we did mid-year. We did quarterly. like Quarterly, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I check, y'all check that. Y'all check out some of our past episodes where we do our quarterly breakdowns. And call us out on our bullshit. Or why did such and such move off your list? How did Freddie Gibbs happen to come into number two? And you know what? All these things, you know, me and Prez will be tap dancing through. But and I'll be checking them all because I'll be going to watch the previous episodes. Listen, y'all, y'all, y'all stay tuned. This, this is this is this is gonna be a lot of arguing. We're gonna be like take our time, <laughs> respect each other's. A time to speak, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm changing it up. This year. If you do say some bullshit, that's your three. Once we get the three to one, I'm calling yeah. <laughs> Don't run with that narrative, y'all. What this is episode 186. Before he tells any more lies, I'm about to hit the end button. We out. Y'all stick around, man, and follow us on at Don't Seat Net on Twitter and Instagram for updates for our reviews. All right, peace. Yes. Finally left with the plan fear. Never trust your sus. We define what's real. Shuffle shit to losses. You know the deal. Here was never an option. Let me submit. 
it was never an option. Skip a bit, got low, mindset of a Navy sit. Took my queen off the board, now we move freely. Next stop, I don't know. Maybe Fiji, pick a spot on the map, I'm at home near. Left the block at 18, no fit, couldn't grow there. Big city of dreams, I was alone there. Me and Lex with the mic over the ceiling fan. Karaoke machine with a filling man. 20 years later, still on my pivot. Solid as they come, I know you dudes fear it. Uh, I'm as solid as they come. As solid as they come. Far from number two, still gunning for number one. My chalice is overrun, we still enjoying our run. Uh, I'm as solid as they come.